Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it feels like we never left. We clink our glasses as we sip our vino on this fine Thursday evening. Um, it has been quite some time since we recorded, and my sincerest apologies. I was quite busy. I was in a production of High School Musical, um, off-Broadway, let's call it. We'll call it off-Broadway. It was on the uh, you know west side along 52nd, 53rd, and 10th, so you know what? That's close enough to Broadway work. I will call it off-Broadway. I digress. There has been quite some stuff going on around the greatest sport to grace planet Earth. But the stuff that's going on, folks, let me tell you, it is stankin' like a big old barge full of trash mowing down the East River. I don't think that happens, but if that happened, that's exactly what it would smell like. Because, folks, this is some dirty... Dirty, dirty laundry that is being hung across the entire league. There is an epidemic, some may say, with the Houston Trastros. Folks, I would love to say I don't know what's going on, but unfortunately I do know what's going on. And what's going on is no buen. It is actually very no buen. We will get deep into the weeds of this. Um... I think our episode today will be a little bit different than it usually is. We typically are talking Mets, we're talking Yankees, and then we go into a special segment. I think the majority of this episode will be reserved for back and forth talk on what the fuck is going on right now with the whole cheating scandal that is involving the Houston Astros, uh, Red Sox, not as much, but things are being uncovered, maybe even the Yanks. I know Mike is shitting in his boots right now. Take a big old dukes right into the top of his boots. You hate to see it. I don't even know anyone who would do that. But for some reason, Miguel is sitting here doing exactly that. Either way, maybe at the very end of the episode, we touch on some Mets, Yanks, off-season stuff. But again, we will play it by ear, not play it by year, as I have heard some friends say that they thought that's what the phrase was for many years of their life, which is an absolutely unfortunate thing. You hate to see it. Without further ado, I'ma hit you with a little bit of Tommy Rowe, Sweet Pea, Come On Boy, How We Doin'. Boy, howdy. We're happy to be back under unfortunate circumstances, but circumstances nonetheless. And that, you absolutely have to love. Miguel is going to grace us all, me and all of you award-winning listeners alike, with the pleasure of a recap of what the fuck has happened over the last few months with this Houston Astros scandal. Miguel. Delve into it, my friend. Now, folks, before, first of all, happy oh, to be back. The voice of the big dog back on the pod. It's a beautiful thing. Everyone absolutely has to love it, and everyone also has to suck it. Miguel, continue, please. The big dog here. I am back. Happy to be back, sitting on the couch. Mom. Talking a little baseball. Now, big announcement for the fans. If you didn't see on Instagram, if you haven't heard from the papers just yet, extra, extra, read all about it. Houston Astros suck the big fat dukes. Uncle Tran and the Big Dog 
are expanding their presence this season into the Twittersphere. Ladies and gents, come on, boy! It's a big announcement. All the uh, you heard it here first. A lot of uh, a lot of newspapers, a lot of media outlets were reaching out to us, requesting that we do this type of thing, mm-hmm. wanting more content, and we said, you know what? We'll do it for the fans. We're men of the people. Come we on. really are. We're democracy here. You can follow along on our journey together throughout the 2020 baseball season and beyond at train underscore big dog. That is an at symbol. Train underscore big dog. Big dog one word. You can also search Uncle Train and the Big Dog. And ladies and gentlemen, you will find us on Twitter. It's going to be a hell of a time. And we are excited for you guys to take this journey along with us. Now, after a little shameless self-promotion. Of course. It's time to delve in to what's going on in baseball today. Extra, extra. Read all about it. So, folks, here is a quick synopsis of what has gone on in baseball over the past few months. Enlighten us. Now, in November of 2019, Ken Rosenthal and Evan Drellich of The Athletic broke a story that outlined a cheating scandal by the Houston Jacob Castros. Folks. Or as you may know them, the Houston Trashtros. Now, this was a bombshell report. Bombshell. It went everywhere. Uh, Noted Yankee fan and now giant Twitter presence, John Boy, did an unbelievable job uncovering more and more about this. Crazy. Went through and sourced a bunch of videos proving that the Houston Astros were indeed using a trash can and no pun intended calling them the Houston Trash Trash. Mm-hmm. Actually, there is a pun intended. There's, there's a pun. They are garbage cans. But anyway, they were banging on the trash can using an illegal video camera that they set up in center field to uncover team signs and cheat in every home game that they were playing. And folks, you hate to see that. Banging so, on the trash can, drumming on a street light. Continue, Michael. So folks... Over the last three months, Rob Manfred and the boys have been investigating the Houston Trashtros. And finally, this week, we had a ruling made uh, and a report published about the Astros. So what what happened? Well, Tell, Tell me what happened, Mike. I'm really curious. Here's what happened. First thing we learned. We learned, without a shadow of a doubt, that they were doing this throughout the 2017 postseason. Hate to see it. We did not know that for sure. A lot of Yankee fans, a lot of Dodgers fans were speculating and pissed off, myself included. That feeling has been confirmed. They were cheating throughout the postseason. Next, A.J. Hinch, noted scumbag, and Jeff Loonhow were both suspended for one year each. The team was fined $5 million. Which is the maximum fine that, that can be that sold is, upon a team. That is the maximum fine. Very important note. Still should, you, they should, I think, bump that a little bit up. But either way. Right. We'll get into that. They lost their first and second round picks in the draft for 2020 and 2021. Mm-hmm. The players were granted immunity. Interesting. We learned that. The players were granted immunity, so no players were suspended. And Brandon Taubman was suspended indefinitely. Now, Brandon Taubman, he was an assistant GM at the time. He was fired 
he was fired pretty shortly after the Astros beat the Yankees in Game 6 of the ALCS for yelling at a group of female reporters about the fact that he was so happy that the uh, Houston Astros got Roberto Azuna. So he is suspended indefinitely. Okay. Guy's a putz. In the words of my good friend Sam Shankman, a.k.a. Shank, this guy has the most punchable face of all time. Shank, I'm going to get you. Shank, come on. And of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the two other people who were prominently mentioned in the report. Who are those other two people, Michael? Another noted scumbag, Alex Cora. Oh, Cora. Who they portrayed as the mastermind of this operation. And also, now former manager of the New York Metropolitans, Mets fans. Unbelievable run by this guy. He was undefeated. <laughs> undefeated. Never lost a game, folks. Uh, Carlos Beltran, the only player mentioned in the report. Uh, so while he was granted immunity and not suspended, he was mentioned directly. And Alex Cora, the investigation is ongoing. Only because now the Red Sox are caught up in a scandal of their own. We'll get to that in a little bit. But the punishment for Alex Cora has not been handed out just yet. He's going to get fucked. But rumors seem to indicate that he actually is going to get this worse than both Hinch and Loonhow. Because he is now involved in two different things. And he is also really mentioned as the mastermind, as I said, behind this. Mm -hmm. Now... A couple other things happened on the uh, after this all leaked. Mm -hmm. Now, probably a couple hours after the, if, if even that. At what point in time are we at right now, Michael? So this is actually Monday of this week. Mm -hmm. So Monday of this week, the news Je comes out. January 6th, to be exact. January 6th? Yep. No, not January 6th. January 6th. I mean, it's January 16th today. So Holy good. shit. Yeah. So it was January 13th. Uncle Trans had a little bit too much vino. You hate oh to see it, folks. Oh, my God. Um, time, so, time flies when you're having fun. It really does. Me and Miguel. Come on, baby. I mean, Uncle Trans and the big dog taking <laughs> big dukes. We're back, we're back in action. Now, All right. Continue. Monday, January 13th, the news breaks. Me and Uncle Train and Frathew Olton and sure all of you are. You, you, you may know him as Matt from Hoboken. First time, long time. Come on. We were all texting about this. The news broke. It was crazy to read it. As a Yankee fan, my emotion was I was thrilled. I will get more into that later because I've had a roller coaster of emotions this week on this. And then J owner Jim Crane drops the bombshell to go on top of the already bombshell when he almost immediately gets rid of A.J. Hinch, who some people might have referred to as the best manager in baseball, a guy that you would have thought was going to be managing that team for years to come, and also general manager Jeff Lunau, who has established himself as one of the best general managers in baseball. Next day, flash forward. Mm. What happens? I guess this actually maybe happened on Wednesday. Or no, t Tuesday. I believe Tuesday, the Red Sox made the decided action to fire Alex Cora. Ribadarchi, baby. Now, let me let me say one thing before we continue on with this. Now, Alex Cora has not been disciplined yet. We mentioned that he will be disciplined probably harder than these other two guys. But here's the thing. 
all of these teams are trying to massage the wording of what's going on here. You know, so-and-so stepped down, so-and-so, you know, we mutually parted ways. It's a load of bullshit. It really is. All of them got fired. I, I That's how we're going to talk about it on this podcast. It was basically, you can step down or we'll fire you. Right. Don't tell me that you mutually agree. No, no, Come no, on. No, no, no. We know what happened here. No mutual. There's no mutual, mutual friends. No. Right. None. And finally, on Thursday, January 16th, the New York Metropolitans, Ugh. not a part of this scandal. <laughs> so far from it. Not a part because of this. Because we fucking stink. They really do stink, folks. Let me tell you something. Relieved Carlos Beltran of his duties, or as we said, they fired him. Now, all of that is a lot to digest. It's a lot to talk about. But let's start here at the top. The Houston Trashdraws, who are really the culprit in this. Mm -hmm. You know, in 2017, they were banging on the trash can. Drumming on a streetlight. What was your opinion of the sanctions that they got was it enough was it not enough was it just you know what what do you think of them right now yeah i think it's a loaded duke because basically the way that i see it sure you lose your head coach you lose your gm both replaceable right the players the fact that they are completely immune from the situation, to me, that basically sets the standard among players that I can cheat, win a World Series based on that cheating, and basically get off scot-free. I think it's scot-free, not scotch-free, scot-free? Well, it's both scot and scotch-tape-free. Either way, they got off. So, I think any player... Not any player. A lot of players would take that 10 out of 10 times. Right. The whole team is cheating. You win a World Series. You know nothing's going to happen. I would love to think that 95% of MLB players would have the integrity and class not to do that. But when it comes down to it, it's that competitive. And, you know, maybe you got some sacks of Duke front office and management. You're going to pull some strings. And if you're not going to get caught, you're good. I think it's bullshit. But how... Okay, so I actually... I agree with you. I think that the players should have been reprimanded in some way, um, especially because of some of the other speculation that's now coming out about Houston. We'll get to that a little bit later. I I do wonder, though, how does the MLB truly investigate this whole thing without granting the players some level of immunity? The players' union would have a fit if an entire team got suspended other teams have now taken the players of, off of the Astros. Guys like, I know that this is a uh, really minor player in the league, but Jake Marisnik. Are the Mets just going to have to suffer the consequence of having a guy like that suspended because they traded for him before they knew what was going on here? This is my point, right? Well, yeah, I, it would have been difficult to teeter that line, and I get that. That is why I, I did not expect them to do anything with this. Now... Well, they should have. I, I, it's yes. not to say that they shouldn't have, but I can see why that didn't happen. Agreed, agreed. And I, and I think the players with them getting granted, getting granted immunity is one thing. I think aside from just the players, you know, not having any repercussions, Hinch, I think, should be banned from the MLB. I think when you get caught red-handed 
deliberately cheating to the extent that the Astros did with having a special camera set up in center field, a special monitor set up right around the corner from the dugout in the clubhouse that gets put up and taken down. You get caught red-handed with this level of cheating, which to me, and a lot of players have stated their opinion that it's much worse than cheating by taking steroids. You saw Rich Hill came out and said, I would much rather face a guy who's juiced up on roids than face a guy who knows what I'm going to throw every pitch. You can still fool a player who is juiced up on steroids. You can't fool a batter who knows exactly what's coming. It's like playing the MLB The Show on Rookie. That is a load of shit. I'm going to take a quick little pause because Rocky is drinking water. That's our house dog, David Abibian. Big shout out. He is the owner of said dog. And I believe he is now... Done drinking. Rock, how was that water, Bubba? Yeah. Rocky, come on, boy. Can you pour me a little bit more wine? Absolutely. Like I was saying, because they cheated to that extent, just, and and, okay, okay, you could argue that banning Hinch one year, having him then subsequently step down slash fired, he's not going to get another job anytime soon. But regardless, I think it's the principle that you set when you just issue a one-year suspension as repercussion for this sort of scandal. I think something more needs to happen. And if $5 million is the maximum that you can get fined, you got to raise that maximum because that's insane. $5 million is pennies to the owner. So I think what's interesting here is, like, I, I agree with you. It seems like the punishment wasn't harsh enough, uh, especially with those two guys not getting banned for more than a year. But time's going to tell if what you just said also is correct, right? Or is A.J. Hinch going to be able to get another job in 20, 2021? I, I honestly don't know. He might be able to. Someone might take a chance. He could. That's because, the thing. Because for some reason, this guy was well-respected beyond, uh, within the league. And that is all you ever really hear about him. Now, personally, I have thought he was a piece of crap for a while now. Uh, and, and a few notes on him as to why I think that and have continued to think that throughout this, right? First of all, A.J. Hinch, during the postseason this year in 2019, Yankees speculated that the Astros were cheating. There was some whistling going on. There was a, a camera of sorts that was happening in Game 6 in Houston, there were there were certain things going on and the Yankees were, were questioning if they were cheating, right? Now, when he was questioned about that after the game, A.J. Hinch decided to say, that's a joke. He decided to say, not only is that a joke, but if we knew it was that easy to irritate the Yankees, we would have practiced it in spring training and we would have implemented it. As a dick statement. It's a dick statement even if you're not doing it. Right. But now that we know it was actually happening. Oh, now you're a dick times ten. I mean, you just look like the scum of the earth. You really do. And to me, then, what makes him look even worse than that is that then the report about A.J. Hinch is that through their investigative reporting for this three-month period, what they found out about A.J. Hinch was that he knew this was going on, he didn't like it, didn't condone it, but instead of voicing his disapproval, his action was to damage the monitors physically two times. 
I'm sorry. That's insane. But give me a fucking break. The fact that he even said that is a joke. It's a joke. That is the stu- Who believes that? That is the poorest attempt at a defense of making yourself look innocent, make it look like you were trying to stop It's them. horrible. And then Come it gets on, published dude. in a report? Grow the fuck up. Come on. Grow up. That's the stupidest thing I have ever heard, quite frankly. I mean, it makes him look like a piece of crap. And I don't want to hear that he is respected. This guy should not get another job in the MLB. It's disgusting. It really is. And and to me, both of them, Hinch and Lunau, this is another thing. Hinch comes and you hear this about him. Lunau decides to tell everyone, I didn't know this was going on. I'm not a cheater. He said that. I am not a cheater. And bl- subsequently blamed everything on low-level employees. He referred to them as low-level employees. Are you kidding me? This organization sucks they stank they are at handling this stuff they are it's crazy officially the villains they i mean if it wasn't obvious already because they did such a terrible job of handling the brandon taubman situation a few months back when he was yelling about acquiring a domestic abuser who by the way did not do shit in the game where he was yelling about him so i don't know what you're getting so excited about i i just this organization I keep saying this. I'm going to keep saying it. You'll probably hear me say it 10 more times. They're the fucking worst organization in sports. They are scumbags. And it is disgusting that for years we've been led to believe that they were smarter than everyone else. That, yeah, that, they were not. That's the thing that's crazy. I mean, now they're fully recognized as a morally bankrupt team. Right. You look back to like 2013, you know, as they start to turn their franchise around, you think that they have the smartest front office. They're like a, you know, a mid-market kind of team. Now they are peerless. They are top of the crop. Everyone's rooting for them to beat the sh- absolute bag out of the Yankees. Beat the bag out of them. Shout out to Matt Boone once again. You know, he's a good dude. And I got that phrase from him. We're rooting for them to beat the bag out of the Yankees. Because the Yankees, of course, you know, it's the evil empire. And now... In a matter of three months, they have turned into an embarrassment of a franchise. The full-on villains, I think they need to get their World Series titles revoked. Stripped. Strip it away. Stri- strip them. Strip them. They do strip not deserve start- that title. You gotta strip, strip them. When, when this investigation was going on, I kept being of the mindset that that was a little silly, the idea of stripping the World the World Series title because, quite frankly, it happened a couple years ago. Damage had already been done. But now that we have confirmed that this was happening throughout the playoffs in 2017, strip it. Because the fact is, they beat the Red Sox that year in the Division Series. Bullshit. They beat the Yankees in seven games where the Yankees could not take a game from them at home. Bullshit. Bullshit. And then they beat the Dodgers in seven games. And yes... I think the Dodgers did take a game or two in Houston, but you could look at things like Kershaw's splits in that series. He was dominant in LA. He had an over six ERA in Houston. I, listen, I know playoff Kershaw. I know it, but give me a break. I, I, I mean, and and then you look at charts of just the Astros over the last three years when all of these strikeouts have gone up. They somehow, like, if you, I, I, I remember a graphic. Um, and I wish I could show the viewers this, or the listeners this. Mm-hmm. I remember a graphic coming up in the MLB postseason where they were comparing the Astros to the rest of the league. 
everyone else's is like down here on this graph and very very low for contact rate very low the astros are like on their own playing field for contact rate and we all thought like oh wow they really know and all i kept hearing throughout the postseason oh they really know how to build a lineup they you know they put the ball in play they do this they do that it was all a load of bullshit i mean if you know what's coming you have a better chance at hitting it you really do plain and simple and and i think one other thing right I, I agree. Strip the World Series. Those are the sanctions. Do all those things. Ban those guys from baseball. Mm. All of it. I think what, what also needs to be factored in here is that there's so many layers to this thing. Now, what they also did by doing this, and every single person who participated in this needs to bear the burden of what I'm about to say, they ruined people's careers. I mean, oh, yeah. imagine being... Like a young up and coming right. pitcher, and you have to come up, and your one shot mm-hmm. is to pitch against this team that knows what you're throwing. That's that's bullshit. Yeah, I mean they changed how people, how people's careers in baseball went. I mean there are a lot of guys. I've seen videos of a guy like Danny Farquhar who figured it out, and yes, he had a career before this, but you know that that type of thing happens chris flexen of the mets i saw a pitch he threw you know he's granted he, that was a meatball right but he's a Still fringe don't. type guy yeah it, nah, I mean, chris flexen stinks but but you know what i mean like there it, it's it's two examples but the flaxseed man there's a bunch of these types of guys who had to pitch against this team mm-hmm. and it's a load of bullshit yeah. i really hope that they suck next year they deserve to suck Altuve, Bregman, Correa, Springer, Nukem. they Nukem. all suck. I mean, they're not, like, th- this is not a good thing for the sport, but I have to say when I heard that Hinch was gone because of how much I hate him, I was thrilled about it. It's a nice thing. But the more and more that comes out about this, the angrier I'm getting at the fact that I really do think that we would have beaten them that, that year now. And I know that there's a lot of different things that could have happened. I realize that. But I know what I know, which is we won three games at home, we lost four to them at their place, and they were cheating like no other while we were losing to them there. Right, folks, I mean, before the blood starts to boil, we're going to take a little break. We'll give you a little bit of advertisement. We will be right back with plenty more material. I think we got a lot more to talk about on this very subject. So, folks, without further ado, a word from our sponsors. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, attempts Fuck! Now you had this. Come on. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea, 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 diarrhea. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Pepto-Bismol. You absolutely have to love it, and you guessed it, you absolutely have to suck it. Pepto-B, it has been what I have been living on for quite a few years now. I remember in college... My brother really turned me on to it. Big shout out to Eves. Um, it kind of just became a multivitamin at night. You know, after a night, you, know, you have a couple drinks, a few here and there, and the next, you know, you know, you're gonna be taking a couple dukes the next morning. A couple Pepto bean cakes. A little a couple Pepto bean cakes, if you will. So the night before, you prep for the next morning, of course. Yeah. As, as as any normal human would. As is tradition. As of course is tradition. Diarrhea. And what you do is you take the Pepto the night before, and then the next day you're kind of setting yourself up for success. Now, the only downside of that, which my brother and I have experienced many times, 
is that you get something called the black tongue. When you take, what is the black tongue? Please? Well, Michael, I'll tell please. you what the black tongue is. When you take Pepto-Bismol at night, the next morning, your tongue turns black. It's crazy. And if you don't really know what I'm saying or you don't believe me, I double dare you. You know what? I double doggy dare you. Double big doggy dare you to try it out yourself. Nice, come on. Pepto bean cake maybe might be need, necessary. Maybe you need a little Pepto might bean be necessary. cake. It's might for necessary. nausea, heartburn, and indigestion. What else is it for, Michael? Diarrhea. Mm-hmm. An upset stomach, but okay. Come on. Yeah. And my roommate, TM, is going to India oh, yeah, for yes. work. He's gonna be, He's going to be training some employees. On how to do taxes, which is one of his favorite activities. And also, how to take a big old duke. He's going to train them on how to take a big old duke. And they might have to find out for themselves the wonders of Pepto-Bismol. Now, we've been talking about this. For quite some time now. T.M. going to Bangalore. He might be duking nonstop for two months. With the amount of chicken tikka masala that he's about to eat, it will be a constant stream they're gonna be calling dukes. it the great dookie fest of 2020 it's it, it is it is duke fest 2k20 for tm in bangalore india i'm gonna give a big shout out to his co-workers you guys are in for a show it's gonna be a real treat he's been prepping his whole life for this he's, he's bringing been, the pepto b he's but gonna bring about two liters of pepto b the dogs are gonna be barking that's for sure the tikka masala will be flowing and the pepto b will be consumed Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're happy to be back. Miguel, let's go right back into it. Let's get right back into it. Now, we've covered the Astros to an extent. We are going to have to circle back to them because they are just a giant piece of shit of an organization. But let's talk a little bit about the Red Sox. Mm. Now, the Red Sox, right? Alex Cora, the manager... Obviously a prominent name, but the reason that he hasn't been suspended just yet is that in the past few weeks, the Red Sox were the subject of another athletic article that came out basically accusing them of sign-stealing, cheating, in 2018. I should say electronic signs, illegal electronic sign-stealing because sign-stealing is not illegal. You are allowed to do that. If you are a runner on second base and you see what the pitcher has behind his behind his uh, little buttocks where he's holding his hand, you can relay a little signal and you, you can wipe the brow, you can pat the chest, and then the batter can say, yeah, I know it's going to be a curveball. That is 100% legal, and the pitcher needs to do a better job at covering himself up. But what did the Sox do? Now let's, get, let's take this back to 2015. Mm. 2015... We were graduating college. Graduating it was a great college. year. It was one of the first years that replay review was implemented mm-hmm. in the MLB, and things were different. So what happened? Well, teams such as the noted Red Sox and the New York Yankees began to take advantage of the replay room and utilize the video footage in-game to try and steal signs and relay them to the players. Not quite what the Astros were doing, by the way. They mm. did not install their own camera anyway i digress on that portion of it this happened around 2017 the league caught wind of this uh those are the two teams that were mentioned but 
this was something that I can only imagine every team was doing because it really truly was not something that was specified to be illegal within the game. Correct. It was new technology that they probably just didn't... I don't think they thought... They I mean, they definitely they, did not think of all of what was no, going to happen with right, it, right? Right. Each team had a replay re review room. This was something that could be done not just at your home ballpark, but at the away ballpark. Of course. And these two teams were known to have done it. Around 2017, there was the whole scandal with the Apple Watch, uh, that the Red Sox were utilizing that to relay signs. Um, and in 2017, uh, Commish Manfred, Manny Freddy. Freddy Boy. Oh, a little Manny Freddy for the boys. Oh, Frederick? He cracked down on this. He slapped them both with fines and said, it basically said, this is and where we're going to draw a line in the sand. Yep. This is not happening anymore. We're going to crack down on this. And everyone said, okay. Everyone said, okay. Done. That's it. What happened in 2018, the Red Sox continued to do it. Interesting, folks. So they did not follow the rules. They continued to break the rules after the commission cracked down. And one thing about this. This was not the type of thing that they could employ when nobody was on base. Somebody had to be on, I, I believe, either... Definitely second base, maybe first base. I can't remember. I, I apologize. But it was a much lower level scale problem, right? And really what the issue was, was that there wasn't a specified rule about this because it was new technology. They broke the rule. And then when they were told not to break it, they continued breaking it. You can't do that. But... Come the playoffs, where we all know they like went on a crazy run and mm -hmm. really only lost three games throughout the playoffs. Crazy. They couldn't really do that anymore because they the MLB started implementing people to watch this. So they couldn't cheat in the 2018 postseason. Right. Now, here's what I think, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. Talk to me. This is wrong. It's wrong, right? There's a problem here which is that they were cheating. And it was against the rules. They got slapped with it. They continued to cheat. Yep. But you cannot compare this to what Houston was doing. Houston installed their own camera. Boston didn't do that. Houston was directly relaying signs to the hitters because of this camera that they installed mm -hmm. by banging on a trash can. Drum the Red Sox were not doing that. Drum straight light, yeah. Now... It's still wrong, in my opinion. Agreed. I do think it calls for an investigation. Of course. I do think that there should be some penalties here because they continued breaking a rule that they had already broken. But this is not the same scale of offense as Houston. I think where it's interesting is that Houston, Houston basically is the... That's the big thing here. Mm-hmm. Alex Cora was a big part of that. As I said before, kind of seems like he was the mastermind of the whole thing. So not only does he have that, now he's got this. He went to a different organization and brought his cheating ass nature to that. So the question now becomes, one, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on if you if you think this was you know wrong, if you agree with me, if you disagree with me. Mm -hmm. And two, what do you think it means for Alex Cora? So, I gotta say, it sure as hell wasn't right. It definitely was not. I think that's 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 clear as day. And I agree with you in that this is very different, the two situations between the Strohs and the Sox. Right. 
you know, the fact that I think investigation needs to happen into the Sox. Right. Right. No question. That being said, I don't think the sanctions should be the same. I think what the Strohs did, installing a personal custom camera with a monitor in the dugout, in the clubhouse, is light years worse than what the Sox did. Especially given it. the fact that what the Sox were doing seemed to be pretty standard across the MLB. Right. Players have come out since and basically said, this is gamesmanship. Yep. It shouldn't be considered in the same vein as this other thing. Right. Right. Exactly. So because of that, situations are separate. Right. Right. With that being said, again, Sox need to be investigated. I think Cora needs to get absolutely rocked. Right. Given the involvement everywhere. Right. The fact that he's deeply rooted, it just shows that he is a... By nature, a corrupt member of the MLB who does not deserve to be in the league in any way. And I think, here's another thing for me. And I'm going to preface this because I know that people are going to get on me for this. Of course. I can't stand Alex Cora. I really can't. And you could say that that's because he's on a team that I despise. That's probably it. And that's part of it. That's probably but most of it. I'll tell you it. this. Terry Francona, I don't hate Terry Francona. He was a huge thorn in the Yankees' side. He broke the curse, did an unbelievable job doing that. I don't hate him because he's a respectful guy. He's a classy guy. Alex Cora, I cannot stand. And the well, reason that I can't stand him... Is because he's a because, fucking cheater. Well, it's, That's why you can't it's, stand but, him. But, to me, but, it's, pretty, but, it's pretty plain and simple. Uh, before that. I don't think it's his demeanor. I think it's what he did. But here's, here's why I'm getting into this. So... Before this happened, and honestly still, which I, I hate when people are saying this, he was another guy that, oh, he's one of the most liked people in the league, he's so respected. I I knew he was disrespectful in one of the first games that I ever saw him manage against the Yankees. Yankees and the Red Sox were getting into a little spat. Mm-hmm. It was his first year. I, it might have been the Tyler Austin game, I really don't remember. But there were some words being exchanged and Yankees third base coach who also was in his first season of doing that Phil Nevin went over and was Phil Nevin Phil Nevin he's a legend honestly backyard baseball 2003 great yeah and uh maybe 2001 he was he was chirping a little bit at the dugout and Alex Cora kind of just like shoot him away with his hand he like it was it was so disrespectful quite frankly it really was okay it was Sure. It was an extremely disrespectful way to treat some someone, especially when you are a first-year manager. You do not have the right to treat people. You're like not going to put your fucking tail between your legs like a like a scared dog, though. No, I'm Come not. Come on, dude. No, 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 you, no, no, no. You, you, you you need to stand up for your team. And if somebody's chirping right. at your dugout, then you do you do what you got to do. You right. yell back. You shoo them away. Does that so, really, I don't think the so shooing. You no 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 yelling back different. I, then I shooing, come on. Nah, shooing him away. That's I, stupid. You're saying that you flick, gotta flicking all four fingers put together outward is more offensive than yelling back, you fucking idiot, or something like that. Come on. It was very disrespectful. That's stupid. Was, you're twisting it. it you're it twisting it. You're treating him like a you're piece of crap. twisting it from the mind of a Yankees fan, now especially that you know everything that you know currently. I would have told you this for the last two years. I've been saying this for two years. It is not something that is new. It just... Goes Actually, to show, you might have said this on an earlier episode of the pod. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying this now Specific, because he's a no. Piece I think of crap. specifically he, you said the thing about him, him and Nevin, and uh, him 
showing him away. Yeah. Which I stand by. That's fucking stupid. Oh, if I listen back and I say that I agree, I'll be extremely disappointed in myself. But I'm pretty sure that I would disagree with you 10 out of 10 times on that because that's a stupid take. But either way, anyway, it has always made it so that the I, showing, come on. Listen, if you, I don't want to get too far into the rabbit hole. Let's not get, my point, first of all, you don't even show. know what clip I'm talking about, right? I'm just describing it to you. And second, I think if someone did that to a Mets manager and it was the Braves manager, you would not be happy about it. Well, whatever. Well, we'll see if that ever happens and we can re- revisit the situation. The point what, if you did it to my making, third base coach? The point I was making... I wouldn't give a shit if they did it to the third base. It's a third base coach. Come on. The point I was making... Grow up. The point I was making... Make your point. Is that I have not liked him for a long time. Okay, point made. This just re... Reinvigorates the fire. Or Can't stand the guy. Something crazy like that. I just think that two, the, between him and Hinge, the fact that they're so respected, and now this Now it's like you can't out. trust anyone. Yeah. Look at Beltran. When Beltran was hired as the Mets manager, I remember I had said, please, dear God, if there is one out there, do not give me another fucking manager with zero managing experience. Because we saw what Callaway did. We saw all the shit show of the in-game management. But when Beltran was hired, I was like, you know what? This is a guy who can communicate with both American players and English-speaking players and Spanish-speaking players, which I think is huge. You look at you look at guys who barely speak a lick of English, and then if you know you're having your manager walk out to the to the mound to talk to your pitcher who literally doesn't understand what he's saying, I think it's huge. Just throughout the season, being able to communicate to both Spanish players, which there are a lot of Hispanic players now in the league, and American players, I think that is that you can't say it's a disadvantage. And I wouldn't even say it's neutral. It's an advantage, clear cut. Yeah, but realistically, or real big duty stickly, or real big duty stickly, which I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with it. This is realistic. They could have realistically Girardi. they could have signed the they, Met- no, no 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 no. This is what I'm gonna say. Realistically, or real if big they duty had stick. if they had taken this plastic bag that's right here, mm-hmm. filled it up with a giant dookie cake, and lit it on fire, you somehow because you are a fucking lunatic would have figured out a way to talk yourself into it. So, if you wanted Girardi, getting Beltron was not what any Met fan wanted. Every Met fan wanted Girardi, and now that all of this has happened, I think you're wishing again that you had Joe Girardi. And here's how we segue into the Carlos Beltran thing. Carlos Beltran now has stepped down, quote-unquote. We all know that's a little bullshit. He has been fired... From the New York Mets. Uh, that happened today. This is something that had to happen. This had to happen. Because him being the only player, again, player at the time, named in the scandal, now retired, now a manager, was a manager, him being the only player at the time named in the report, I think is pretty telling, right, of... Okay, we named a player, you know, we're kind of off the hook in terms of naming other players who were specifically involved in the scandal. They said, you know, he was the player who was helping to coordinate everything. And the fact that he's no longer in the league, because, you know, he, he was a player at the time, what are they going to do? They, they're not going to, what are they going to suspend him from the MLB now that he's no longer a player? Sure, he can't be a manager, but okay, he's not in the league anymore. So therefore, they get off the hook from not having to, to inflict any repercussions on a, on a player. On an active player. 
because they named someone already. So the fact that he was specifically named in the scandal, now all this other shit is coming out, things are starting to snowball, there's no way that the Mets could carry on throughout the season with a clear conscience of having a guy who we know was involved in this undoubted scandal that happened. You can't have a guy managing your team who was supposedly one of the ringleaders of the whole situation. So it needed to happen one way or the other. I'm glad it happened now as opposed to at some point midway through the season. Yeah, now we have to scramble to find a new manager before uh, spring training starts in a month. Less than. Less than. But, again, you know, we'll we'll start the search. We'll, we'll fucking wing it. it. It's such bullshit. This isn't the most Mets thing of all time. You have... It really is the most Mets thing of all time. Astros cheat, win a World Series, get caught, lose their manager. The Red Sox cheat, win a World Series, get caught, lose their manager. The Mets don't cheat, don't win a World Series. Don't really even make the playoffs. Don't do anything. Haven't done anything except take a big old Duke. And then lose their manager. The fact that they are somehow... Who hasn't even managed the game, by the way. Let's, he stepped down before he stepped foot in the clubhouse. This yeah, he is didn't insane. Even, he didn't even get bathroom access to take a Duke in the clubhouse. Zero Dukes were taken by Carlos Beltran. I guarantee it. If you take a look at that butt, you will see zero Dukeage. Zero. And this is the most Mets situation to happen. Right. It, it seemed like when they hired him, who the fuck would have guessed that this shit would have happened? Well, Come on. It literally, this is the perfect right. storm. It is the perfect storm. I think where the Mets are botching here, as they always do, because they don't know how to handle anything correctly, I agree that they needed to get rid of him. That has been my stance on this over the last couple of days. It just seemed like... Way to do long? You're right. Everything you said is correct about him. You know, the implication... He had to go. He had to go. Uh, he had to go. I agree. I think there's some differing takes on that. So I'm, I'm actually intrigued that you feel the way that you do. So that's I. I I'm glad you're intrigued. You. I'm I, very glad. Oh, I know that other Mets fans don't think that they that they should have done this. Yeah, that they should have rushed to his side. That they nah, didn't do fuck it. Him. I think that given the fact that Cora's gone, the fact that Hinch is gone, he's the only other guy really prominently mentioned in the report. He had to go. Um, but here's where the Mets are they really kind of botched a little bit. The Mets should have been a little bit more prepared for this. It doesn't sound like even over the last three months while this report was ongoing that Brody Van Wagenen was really asking about this. He's kind of said that he wasn't asking Beltron about this. I I also think that Beltron lying to the media a couple of times about this is a really bad look for him and a reason that he had to go. Right, but again, at the time, I don't think you can make Assum- you can't, no, but you can't Brody, make the assumption. No, but Brody should have asked him about this after the report surfaced. Yeah, but he could have easily said, I wasn't involved. Right, he could have. And he, pro- and he probably he did. He could have. But he, he probably acted did. Like, he acted like he... Brody has kind of acted like he hasn't really asked him about it. You you can you can defend it all you want. You can say what you want, but... I don't think that's true. Okay. but that, I don't think that's, that's true that he didn't said. ask him it's about what it. it. But you're just speculating now. It's what's you're being speculating said. too. No, I'm... I'm Going off of what's been reported. Oh, fuck you, you're speculating. I, I'm going off of what's been you're reported. You're a speculator. It's classic Mets. That's, it that, really that, is. You're a classic Yankee speculator. Classic Yankee speculator. I mean, come on. I'm just going based on what's come been reported. On, come on. 
You can hate it if you want. I mean, listen, I know you're going to defend the Mets the day you die. Of course. It is what it is. I think... Rocky, what do you want, Bubba? Rocky. Rocky. Come on. What do you want, Bubba? (gasps) What do you want, Bubba? (gasps) All right, Michael, you continue. I'll give him a couple scratches. He's fine. It's fine, you want attention? Yeah, that was, I feel like he needs a little attention. Okay, okay. So the fact of the matter is, Beltran needed to go, and he and he, he had to and go. He went. He had to go. He is now gone. He had to go. They they drew it out a little bit as his match. And now fish. now maybe the Metsies go for a little man named Buck Teeth Showalter. I do. I I this have to could say, be. Divine intervention. I think it Buck, really could. I think Buck Showalter is actually going to end up as the manager of the Astros, which really is it's that un, it's unfortunate that they are allowed. They so shouldn't. They I, shouldn't I, be allowed I to wish, have a manager. They shouldn't be allowed to. Have they a should manager. just honestly not be allowed to play. Their they, franchise should be stripped. And, Strip the and, franchise. And let's go into why. Well, here we go. Listen, I'm listening. The Mets they got dragged into this thing. Hey, this right. We can talk about Brody. We can talk about the rest of it. The Mets got dragged into this thing. They did not know when they hired Carlos Beltran that this is what was going to happen. They did not know that there were... uh, There was no report of him being a cheater just yet. But now, there's three managerial jobs open. Vacant. They all seem to want, uh, you know, tenured guys who have done this before. That seems to be the goal for all three of them at this point. And we're going to see what happens. But let's cap off what also has happened in the past couple of days. Folks, a huge, to me, huge bombshell of a development today on Thursday, January 16th. It's big. Um, so now after this report has surfaced, we kind of thought that, all right, that's not, maybe not that's it, but you know, we were kind of like watching Hinch we, get fired, we Beltran were, get fired. We were waiting for the repercussions. Right. I mean, I think we kind of tied a bow on the extent of this game. Right. We were told by a report, uh, that this is what the Astros did. The report, by the way, does not say that they stopped cheating after 2017. It does say that they basically stopped the banging of the trash can, but they were clearly they were clearly continuing to do it. Um, and now, oh multiple, Lord, Lord Jesus, multiple accounts, multiple sauces are saying that the Houston Astros actually began putting wires on their players or whatever you want to call it, wires, battery, whatever it is in order to relay the, re, relay the signs by buzzing them, uh, you know, directly so that they could figure out what was going on at the plate. Now, that might sound crazy, it might sound insane, it might not be true, it might be very true. You may be right, I may be crazy, Come on. But I just may be the lunatic you're looking for. Sing it, baby, come on. All right, continue, Michael. Now, here's the thing. Multiple people are saying that they've heard this. Mm. It is not just a, a potential Carlos Beltran or any player burner account who's saying this. It is not Tio Carlos's burner burner account. This is something that I'm I have seen from multiple people. It is not just surfacing today. Everyone seemed to have brushed it under the rug, but it is not just surfacing today. And as it's coming back into the light, Folks. there have been strong opinions from guys like Cody Ballinger coming yeah. out and saying that if this is true, these players need to be heavily penalized. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then the other thing that really gets me, and we we're talking about this before the show, but I cannot move past this point. Jose Altuve, a few months ago, hits a game-winning home run off of an Aroldis Chapman slider. Now, a couple things. A lot of Yankees pitchers in that series, basically everyone actually except for Chapman, was doing something called sequencing. So they were consistently changing the signs throughout the game so that the Astros couldn't pick up on it because here's another thing, folks. People in baseball knew that this was going on. And that's another part of this. There was a lot of heavy, heavy What did they know what was going on, Mike? They knew that the Astros were cheating. They knew that they were doing things illegally to steal signs. It was just something that wasn't a big deal because the public didn't know about it. Right. Now. Oh, boy. Here's the thing. Jose Altuve hits a big home run off of Aroldis Chapman. Yep. I might even say it was the biggest home run of his career. Possibly. Probably. He's rounding the bases. He gets from third to home. And yep. as he is about to touch home, as his teammates are greeting him, you see him kind of bunch up his jersey and say to everyone who is about to greet him, don't rip my jersey off. Do not rip it off. I'm sorry. I, with everything that we know about how much this team cheated, how they were going to different lengths to do these things, I just find it to be too much of a coincidence that in the biggest moment like that, a moment in which I think 99.999% of people would just black out in that moment, he had the wherewithal to think, to tell his teammates not to do that. I just, listen, I can't prove it. I don't, I, another thing we talked about, the pictures that have surfaced, they don't seem as um, perfect as everyone wants them to be, you know, Sometimes it just looks like a ruffle in the shirt. I really don't know. I don't know where the lines on the jerseys are. To me, are. so far, there have been no pictures that are clear right. of this. But the fact that he is thinking about that in the biggest moment... If they did this, that would be so unbelievably fucked. Do you, do, and there's if, you no, guess, if you had to guess right now, do you think they did it or they didn't do it? It's To me, it's such an... Thinking about it, it's such an outlandish concept... To strap an electronic bandage to your shoulder or chest, whatever it might be, that buzzes upon command from someone looking at a monitor to tell you, you know, one buzz for a fastball, two buzz for a curveball, whatever it might be. Like, how the fuck, A, do you think of that? And B, do you go to the extent of making that happen and C, have the balls to do that. Yeah. And just assume or hope that you're not going to get caught. And and here's the it's thing. Insane. It's the, insane. The, right now, the stance from the MLB is that something like this did not happen. However. Innocent until proven guilty. Here's the thing. It's coming from multiple places. It's not just one person saying it. This team is known to have cheated quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Right? They're kind of at the forefront of this. And also, the players were granted immunity. But if this comes out... They're going to have to reverse that call. Well, well you could, if, it, if this is real, 
the immunity goes out the window. Hundred percent. And 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 then you you cannot tell me that the players' union is an excuse not to suspend these guys. Mm-hmm. If Jose Altuve is discovered to have had something on him that told him what pitch was coming in that instance or in any instance, he is willing. He needs he, to be banned from the league. It, that's it. I'm sorry. That's it. He's got to be banned from the league. Right. It, 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 you, you, to me, you have to start setting comparisons to other sanctions that have been you know, set upon right. other players who have quote-unquote right. cheated. You look at Pete Rose, banned for life for gambling. Right. What the fuck? I mean, you look at, like, look at the Brave situation in 2017. They dished out some extra money to get some international uh, prospects right. signed. They then had, they got stripped of all 13 prospects as well as their GM getting banned for life. Uh, Jim, what's his name? Jim Capalella? Wasn't it? I think it was it. I think that's who it was. Not sure. Either way. Um, you now have to start comparing. You know, if you're dishing sanctions for certain things, there has to be kind of a, an even playing field there. If these guys cheated by putting a fucking electronic buzzing bandage that told them what pitch is going to happen, they need to be banned for life. Well, not, not just that. It's like... These guys... It, it, they willingly you, did it. Right. They willingly did it, and not only that, it wouldn't be the only thing that they did. Right. You knew that they... Like, it's not to say that you can debate if the guy should be suspended for life if he just did that, but you know he did other things, too. You've already gotten it proven right. that he took advantage of other ways of illegally stealing signs. Now you know that he did this also? Like, come on. Now, now you know that... For years, he was complicitly cheating. He was going to different lengths and different lengths to cheat. I'm sorry. These players on the Astros need to be sanctioned now. It, it needs to start happening. It's ridiculous that they haven't been yet. Um, but if this has any substance to it, it's time to reopen the investigation. And it's time to take a look into what they were doing. Because the truth of it is, the whole report by Manfred seems a little shady. It really does. Amen. And real quick, we just got to touch on a gal named Jesse Mendoza. A.K.A. Jesse Menduke. She's a big old freaking sack of duke. She came out today. Michael, I'll let you... Uh... So, I don't want to put words in her mouth, so I'm not going to. But basically, she came out and said that she thought it was pretty uncool that Mike Fires would... A couple of years after he was apart and benefited from the sign stealing that the trash throws uh, were doing, that he would come out and just rat on his team without approaching them about this first. Now, basically, blaming the whistleblower more than she wanted to blame the Astros for what they were doing. What do you think about that, Uncle Trent? Here's the other thing. You one more, fucking... One more, one more, one more, one more, one more thing, sorry. I'd be remiss if I did not mention that she is also an employee of the New York Metropolitans. And this statement from her came out before before they had spoken on Carlos Beltran. She needs to she needs to be fired immediately. Immediately. Or or she can quote unquote step down. She can actually like take all a these big men. old dudes. She could quote unquote take a big old fashioned if, duke in the if, toilet bowl. Imagine if the Mets came out and were like Jessica Mendoza Has is taking down. a big old dude. And that was how they, you know, that would be unbelievable. If they do that, I would immediately pick up my phone and just start spam calling Brody Menwagon and be being like, you need to sponsor us. I'd be like, you are listening to Uncle Tran and the Big Dog. The fact that she said this is insane. It's asinine. She needs to be fired. She needs to be launched into outer space, preferably. 
She um, seems to be a little uninformed too, right? Because I kind of get what she's saying. I'm not agreeing with it, but I get it from a but, you know teammate but, perspective. Right. But where it really goes out the window is the fact that this is something that the league knew. Like it, this is not like as a public figure. Yeah, we're all hearing about it, but the league kind of knew it. So him whistleblowing about the, it is in, not as crazy. As him just coming out of nowhere and do, it's not like he came out of nowhere. Right, he's trying to save the integrity of the fucking league, and right. the fact that he kept his name on this report rather than going in anonymous. We talked about this earlier. If he, if he, you know, wrote brought this to the media's attention and remained anonymous, this would be some side article on ESPN Plus. It would be forgotten about in a week. The MLB wouldn't even launch a full full fledged investigation in this. And the entire thing would be swept under the rug. 100%. The fact that he kept his name on this report speaks volumes that he wanted something to happen. He recognized this as an inhumane act, folks. I'm saying inhumane. I'm saying it. I'm not going to back down. And I'm not going to correct you. Because I, I won't back down. And I'll, I'll take, take a, a duke. duke. Ladies and gentlemen... Tom Petty's taking Dukes up in heaven. Rest in peace. Tommy, unbelievable artist. My man, Free Fallen was my favorite song from the ages, I think, like three until maybe 12, 13. It's a pretty good one. It's a great tune. Um, Big shout out to Sue Timko, family friend. She played Free Fallen when we were in Cali for my birthday. I was maybe like eight or nine years old. She made pancakes, played Free Fallen. I was pretty pumped, gotta say. Um, I believe this concludes... The uh, resurgent episode of the Subway Series. Uncle Trainer and the Big Dogs. Sipping cups of Joe in the morning. Taking big old fashioned dukes in the toilet bowl. And flushing it down. Not letting that duke get above the waterline. Because we all know how disgusting that looks. David and Vivian welcome home. The, the boob himself. Fibian himself. They call him the human titty. And he has come home to walk Rocky, who definitely needs to take a big old duke and probably a bunch of pishies. And folks, I know you're a little upset that you didn't get a Garrett Cole reaction on this podcast, but don't you worry. We will be doing a podcast to preview the Mets, to preview the Yanks, but and we will hear all about it. This was a special episode, special circumstances. Yep. And, and, don't, and, and do not forget to follow our new Twitter account, at train underscore big dog you can also search for uncle train and the big dog ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we conclude episode 11 wow how the time flies my dear lord in heaven jesus have mercy fly me to the moon and let me take a big old duke among the stars take a big old duke on jupiter and mars in other words Take a duke. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Riva Derchi, Riva Ducci, hasta la bye bye.